Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience. What look like he just came out of the basement. TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because, because now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the brand new week. A whole lot to get into on this episode. Before I do, I need you to go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Now, I got to bring in my guy, producer extraordinaire, engineer to the stars. Jake Warner, better known as Big Brother Jake. What's going on, man? What's good with it, man? How you doing, Nick? Man. <laughs> Fantastic. Stupendous. I saw. Lovely. Just a busy man <laughs> all week. Hey, man, that's what duty calls, man. Duty calls. So I see. And uh, you know what time it is, man, so let's get into it. Yes, sir. If it's going on in the world of sports and entertainment, you know Nick Hamilton is going to speak on it. It's time to get it popping. All right, so we got a lot to talk about this week, man, because, of course, we could talk about the Angels will finally become relevant for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> we'll get into uh, the BET Awards as well as the Daytime Emmys and my experiences with those, as well as uh, Draymond and Kendrick Perkins' verbal beef has not escalated. We'll get into that coming up in parts of our show but I'll, I'll say this much man it was a great it was a great week it was a very productive week um shout out to my my camera guy alex himes who, who was on on a point with me as far as making sure we captured all of the footage that we have coming and that's already been produced and put out there but i'd say i tell you what man it's been an incredible week uh had a chance to to uh See Carl Kanai, the legendary fashion designer Carl Kanai from the 90s and the early 2000s. Um, he was cool. Got a chance to talk to a couple of other up-and-coming fashion designers. Um, and it was cool, man. And then I went to the Rise premiere at uh, the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. So we got, and that was, if you have not seen it, you definitely got to check that movie out on Disney+. Plus. It's the story of Giannis and his family as they migrated from Nigeria to Greece and then from Greece to the NBA. And as we all know, two of the brothers, obviously Giannis um, is one of the brothers that uh, won an NBA title. And then what was it? Costas mm-hmm. was the other one with the Lakers. So yes. He won the title with the Lakers. Um, so it's a great story, man. I had a chance to talk to the brothers. Um, had a chance to talk to Giannis. I talked to some members of the cast. So make sure you check out youtube.com slash NH Experience TV because we got content galore and you definitely want to check out those exclusive interviews from the Rise premiere. Got a chance to be on the blue carpet. Uh, talk, Like I said, talking to Giannis was really cool, man. I did not realize that dude is a legitimate 6'10". He is a legitimate 6'10". And to see him with his family because he had his, his girl with him, his, his kids with him, his mom was with him. Um, and as you all know, if you haven't known that his father unfortunately passed away, 
uh, a few years ago, if you guys remember, when he had accepted his first MVP um, at the NBA Awards, he had gave props to his dad and how much his dad really meant to him. And in, and in this film, you really see the impact of the foundation that his father laid for all of the kids um, as far as making sure that they, they are team-oriented, meaning team, meaning family, uh, making sure that they, they if, if, if one member makes it, they all make it. And continue with that mentality. That's why they're so t- they're so tight and together. Even in the NBA, as much success as they as they've had thus far, it still hasn't derailed them from the ultimate goal, which is always focusing on family. So it was a great film. Like I said, if you haven't checked it out, it came out uh, Friday last Friday uh, on Disney Plus. So make sure you go and check it out. Got a chance to screen the movie before everybody else got a chance to see it, which was really cool. Um, you know, free popcorn is always good. Uh, free water is even better. <laughs> and they had the good stuff, too, because it's Disney, so they had the good stuff. Um, but it was cool, man, just to be out there and to be in that atmosphere. Um, and then Thursday uh, was a Culture Creators Brunch, uh, which you had they honored uh, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Um, those brothers are really doing some amazing work. I uh, got a chance to speak to them. Um Sports agent Nicole Lynn, who's with Clutch Sports, who's the president of football operations at Clutch Sports. So I got a chance to talk to her. Um, countless other people, man. It was like we just went in there. The brunch was cool. Got some free Syrah. That was always good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you now you know I wasn't I wasn't gonna leave there without at least getting something with Syrah in it. Of course. So and I'm telling you, I had the best bartender, man. It's nothing like getting a good bartender that knows what they're doing and that can hook your drink up to the point where you're like, what is this? Because you already know what's in it, mm-hmm. but how they mixed it together is amazing. It is amazing. So we did that. Uh, let's see, what else? Did the Hollywood Unlocked Awards uh, that was put on by Jason Lee. Props to Jason Lee, man, for putting on an excellent, excellent show. Uh, from the from the black carpet all the way to the award ceremony it, uh, itself, they honored uh, Jennifer Lewis. They honored uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Lizzo got honored. A um, few other people got honored. Um, so props to Jason Lee, man, and Hollywood Unlocked for for putting together such a fantastic event. And a shout out to Miss Diddy, um, where she did her uh, toast to Black Hollywood event. Um, had a lot of power players there and the earn your leisure podcast actually did their show from her event which was major uh baron davis was there um countless other people were there and then friday was the daytime indies let me tell you about the daytime indies i now i will admit i do watch i do watch day some daytime television right i'm a general hospital fan just some huh just some I'm a General Hospital fan. I don't give a damn. Y'all can laugh. Y'all can crack jokes. I really don't give a damn. When I do, y'all will be the first to know. I love the Young and the Restless, man. I don't care. I tell people. So so here's the thing. General Hospital cleaned up. Of course they did. They're great. They cleaned up, right? But the interesting part about the, like, we were inside, fortunately, because if you if you don't know, Southern California has had a heat wave for at least the last two weeks. Man. So nobody wants to walk in the heat, and it was in Pasadena. Pasadena is very hot. It's just north of downtown Los Angeles. It is very hot. We just, my camera guy and I walked to Starbucks, which is about block, block and a half away. 
dude, we were sweating like T.D. Jakes in a suit. Okay? <laughs> there was no way I was going to be able to stand outside if I had to stand outside at the daytime Emmys on the carpet waiting for people to show up. So thank God they had the good sense to bring it inside with mm. air conditioning and proper lighting and a, a, a good staff to make sure that everything flows smoothly. Um, the interesting part about the Emmys is the fact that one thing I did notice was that there was about seven to eight black journalists on that entire carpet. There were probably two black-owned media outlets that were represented on that carpet. The thing about it is this, and I spoke with the president and the CEO of the National uh, Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, which is a really nice guy. Um, I think they are in the midst of trying to bring more diversity, not just with uh, when it comes to, you know, having more television uh, shows be nominated for Emmys and things of that nature, but um, having more directors, producers, actors, actresses that are black and people of color. But when it comes to the media side, they still have a very long way to go. And that is something that has to continue to be addressed. Because if it's not addressed, it's going to be swept under the rug and everybody thinks everything is okay. And it's not. It's okay on one end, which is getting better, which is a good sign. But on the other end, it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not going to get better if, if we don't talk about this pressing issue, which is more opportunities for black media, black owned media and other media of color men and women and that is something that i noticed even with i had to pull some of the pr people aside and say listen how is it that you let these two other reporters who don't look like me who happen to be caucasian get all the questions and then when it's time for me to try to talk to the same individual oh he can't talk or she can't talk right now we have, we're late well you were late 15 minutes ago and that's the kind of stuff that has to be addressed and has to be talked about. Besides how where they put us on the carpet, it's no longer about just, oh, we're so happy to be here, just, just get us on the carpet. Nobody's thirsty like that anymore. We want to be represented and we want to be included, but we want to be included in a way where it's, pre where it's presentable to our, our, our audiences whether it's black audiences, whether it's Latino audiences, Pacific Island audiences, Asian, Native American, whatever. We want to be represented and we want to be able to get the content that is necessary and needed in order for us to be able to be successful in what we have to do and need to do as our jobs in media and to be respected in that. Now, I'm not saying anybody was disrespectful, but as far as being respected, as far as being acknowledged enough to say, OK, you know what? We're going to make sure that you get all the interviews you need. The one thing I can say about the Disney Rise premiere is that the lady who was in charge made sure I got every person I needed. Yes. Yes. Entertainment Tonight was out there. Yes. Access Hollywood was out there. Yes. ABC 7 was out there. Uh, I believe NBC was out there. Uh, Getty Images, obviously the Disney uh, Disney Plus uh, network was out there all these other entities now i'm a growing entity at nightcast media but my entity is just as important as the people that i just mentioned and i i want to I, I have to give credit where it's due 
and the and the good folks over at Disney and the Walt Disney Studios ensured that I that I got all the interviews that I needed to get in order to complete my media assignment. So that's the kind of stuff that has to happen. It's not a problem with everybody else getting theirs, but we want ours too. We want our damn respect too, in the words of LeBron. And so that was the thing that the Emmys need to work on better for the 50th annual Emmy Awards in 2023. They need to make sure that everybody that is on that carpet gets an opportunity to speak to big time people because that's what enables you to grow. And if you're not able to speak to the people on the carpet, like I had to literally pull some of the actors and actresses myself just because they wouldn't acknowledge who I was. And that's the problem. And again, I look forward to going back to the 50th Emmy Awards, Daytime Emmy Awards, right? And hopefully we could build a relationship. But at the same time, I'm not going to go silent and just say, okay, well, this was this was wrong. This part was wrong, and not say anything. I wouldn't be. I would be irresponsible in using my platform if I did such. But congratulations to all the the daytime Emmy Award winners. Um, again, I was happy because General Hospital cleaned up. That's my show, so I was glad to see a lot of the actors and actresses clean up in that way. Uh, it was funny, man. You know Susan Lucci, right? She's long oh, yeah. time. She she tried to be slick and go and go behind the carpet, right? Because she didn't want to be talking. And so I caught her behind the carpet. And it was funny. And she probably in that and again, Susie Lucy is such a, a a legend. I mean, hey, I don't blame her for not wanting She's to. She's earned the right to the skip the red carpet. She's earned the right. I'm not I wasn't even mad. I would have loved to even get a picture with her. Of course. But I'm not I'm not mad at all. It was just funny to me that I saw her like with her security team like walking opposite end of the carpet because I, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was and then we did the BET Awards on Sunday. It was hot as hell, but it was damn sure worth it. I saw your jacket um, was off like immediately after your first couple pictures. <laughs> dude, it was hot. And I don't I don't like color I don't agree, I like gray suit. Yeah. With a white shirt. I know it was hot, bro. I stayed my ass at home. Bro. And I was like, but <laughs> It was great because you got to see all of these people celebrated and highlighted. Right. And we got some really good interviews. Like, I got an interview coming with Shine, the former bad boy artist who's now doing some great things on the political side of police and having dialogue between the U.S. and police, uh, U.S. officials and police, I should say. Mm -hmm. And having to talk with him extensively, man, it really opened my eyes to quite a bit of... uh, things that are going on in the world that we're not really open to, or should I say privy to. And it was cool, man. Like we got a chance to talk to a lot of people from BET, you know, from the network that are on the network. Um, Caught Diddy walking by in the pink suit. Like he was in my, he was in South beach, you know, Diddy always going to be staying, always going to stay fly. Um, And he was honored obviously uh, with the lifetime achievement award. What he's done uh, for the culture, what he's done in hip hop, what he's done in the world of business, man, it's been amazing. I mean, he introduced us to one of the greatest rappers of all time in Notorious Big. Yep. And and the countless other artists. And I mean, you know, who didn't wear Sean John? Like, name me one person that didn't rock Sean John when it when it was when it was popping. That would be me. <laughs> you didn't rock not one Sean John 
idol. Not one. Not one. Not one. Oh, stop I, it. I'm God and dead stop homies. It. Yes, I'm dead serious. You know why? Let me tell you why. Because I rode so stop hard it. for Dre and Snoop and Death Row. I was not I was not down with anything that Puffy had to do. Dude, it was like the 2000s. I never rocked it. I it was over. Call Kanai, Cross Color, Jabode. Never in life did I wear Sean John. Facts. Wow, you missed I, out. I guess. The, I guess. So. No, as fly gear, just I, I to me, I, I'm joking about the the whole. Were you, getting paid, were you getting paid by death row? No, pay I, you under the table. I, I'm messing around about that, but to me, I just didn't look <laughs> good in the gear, so I, I was like, nah, I'm not rocking it. it. It had nothing to do with any of that stuff. I'm being funny, but no, in all seriousness, I never rocked it. Not one shirt, not one jean, nothing. You the first person I ever heard say that they haven't rocked at least a t-shirt from Shadow. I don't follow trends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and a trend is, dude. Yes, you do. Stop that. You do follow trends. I follow trends. I don't. I'm not one. Yes. I don't wear gear that other people wear just because it's hot. I, I've always stuck to my that's, my my pro tees from the swap meet, my jeans, and that's my still, chucks. That's my still Nikes. a trend. That's, that's still a trend. That's my trend. No, that's a trend that's already been said. You just you you accentuated it, but that's a trend that's already been I, said. But I didn't wear any Sean John, man. Not not one gear. Not, no, not but I'm piece. saying pro club tees. That's a trend out here in L.A. That's a trend. You it, already know that it, comes from gangster. It's, it's, right? it's expensive. Uh, but that stuff, that stuff is cheap. I can afford, you know, t-shirts and t- and jeans. So you just basically, so ladies and gentlemen, Jake Warner's <laughs> a cheap ass. That's basically what. Oh you're no, man, we are not cheap, bro. Don't put me out like that. I all man, I pay for dinners. <laughs> I pay for people's stuff. I, no, I, I'm not cheap at all. When man. it comes to fashion, you cheap. Well, okay, when it comes to fashion, I don't want to spend a lot of money, bro. Yes, because cheap. you can do. I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. There's a difference. Cheap, You're cheap. Cheap. No, no. Cheap is wearing something and then it doesn't like you wash it and it doesn't work or or you can't wear it anymore. You know because it's it's cheap. No, this, this shirt's probably five years old that you see me wearing now. <laughs> And it's from the swamp. Dude, you're, 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 you're cheap when it, you're cheap when it not, comes to fashion. I'm not it's cheap. cheap. I, I, I clean up well when I dress. I, I, and, you know, I, I own Stacey Adams, and I got designer suits that I have. Shout with out to Romeo's. Yeah. You got your khaki suit. Shout out to Romeo's, too. <laughs> but I'm, man, it's funny talking to old heads about fashion, bro. Oh, I know. I know. I know. But no, man, I, I'm not cheap. I, I just I'm comfortable in that gear, bro. But I never rocked Sean John. It just to me it didn't look good on me. You know, it wasn't so much you know, I mean, some some of it was price. I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars for a t shirt. Hell no. Why? Again, you're cheap when it comes to fashion. I'm not you're cheap. cheap. But who do I need but to get dressed? Pay, but you'll pay thirty five dollars for a Nike shirt, T shirt? You'll ne- pay twenty five dollars for I won't. You never you never wore a Nike T shirt. Yeah, but I I've always got it for oh, free. Okay. I've always got it for free. I never had to pay for it. Man, oh, you're cheap. Okay. No, I'm mean, kidding. You're cheap. Bro, okay. Okay. Let me tell you something. You know, I, I, I'm going to name drop real quick. I'm a written name. I know it's your show. Okay. But when I used to work for the, when I used to work for the Dodgers, I was real cool with Milton Bradley when he played for the Dodgers. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, very misunderstood, brother, but that's a whole other show. So here's the deal. He used to have a contract, like a services contract with Nike. And he would get a whole bunch of free stuff, right? So he would come up to me like, yo, what are you, double XL, triple XL? I, I got you. And he would just lace me with stuff. So I didn't have to pay for it. Oh, nothing wrong with no, I mean, nothing wrong with that aspect. Yeah, I mean, but I'm I, saying overall. It's I, nothing wrong. Hookups, hey, look, I've gotten the hookup on stuff. Right. So I, I That's why it. we're in this I business. We like the hookup. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I get it. But again, so we have established, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to fashion, not as a person, <laughs> but when it comes to fashion, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Warner is cheap as hell. And it, we get it. Here's the thing. I like to look good. 
when I go out and I step out, I will pay. I will invest. Let me not say pay. I will invest Look, into my wardrobe. Okay. I mean, you see me dress, all right? I get that. But when we have to sure. go out, go out, you'll never see me bummy. I got plenty no, of I've never seen. Listen, I've never seen you dirty. I've never seen oh, you, you won't. <laughs> unkept. I've never seen you unkept. I've never seen you dirty. I've never seen you not neat. Right? right. Even though you, you sort of like that. But you still cheat. But the, the last member of NWA with some of the gear I wear. I mean, yeah. but, no, like right. Mac-10 stunt double. <laughs> I could be a Mac-10 in a Lifetime movie. Yes, I could. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I won't call it cheap. I just I don't feel the need to impress anyone because I think my my banging-ass personality and my dimples will win anybody over in, in a Swami t-shirt and jeans. That's just me. I got All that right. much confidence, bro. I don't need to feed into you. somebody's corporation. I get you. I keep you stay coochie down to the socks. I get it. Not even. I stay. I stay swap me down to the socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of, I mean, like I said, Puff, Puff did a great thing. Right. Um, and here's what he had to say uh, during his acceptance speech. When I was a kid, I saw these images, these images that were setting me up for for failure. These images that was making me feel like less than a dog. You feel me? And I just. I just was like, man, I ain't with that. I'm not with that. And then I, I, I just closed my eyes and dreamed, and I opened my eyes, and I saw what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? And I know I had to work hard. I know I had to get in that savage mode. I know I couldn't be out smoking the blunts, drinking, even though I do smoke right now. No, but right then, <laughs> but you know, I had to get focused, man. I had to get, I had to get locked in because it's important. Life is important, and we ain't here just for ourselves. We're here for our ancestors. You feel me? And so God put this message on my heart to give to you and you and you and you. The time is now. And I got, the time is right now. Not two seconds from now, right now. And God put this on my heart to tell y'all, I got this new dream. I got this dream of black people being free. I got this dream of us controlling our own destiny. I got us this dream of us taking accountability and to stop killing each other. I got this dream of us being rich and wealthy and living on the same block. I have this dream of us unifying, not just talk on this stage, but us. We know our community and our allies. If you're with us, don't be silent. Put some money in the game, put some fight in the game, because we at war, you feel me? But I got that dream, you know what I'm saying? For us to be free. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. We got to unify. Once again, thank you, everybody. Without y'all, I wouldn't be on this stage. And he's absolutely right. Uh, in addition to him saying all of that, which is absolutely true, he's going to donate a million dollars to Howard University, his his alma mater, That's so to awesome. speak, and also to Deion Sanders in the in the athletic program of Jackson State University. And hopefully, that will inspire other multimillionaires to donate money, not just to Jackson State or Howard, but other HBCUs that gives them the opportunity to try to compete in this ever growing very competitive D1 market known as college football and college basketball. Um, so we'll see what happens, but congratulations out to Puffy. Um, there were some great performances. Um, 
there was some 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 reminiscing of a bad boy and like what you talked about since you was rocking with death row like i was too but i still love bad boy at the same time so, so did I. it was so great did to I. see that so did I. I thought the bt award i thought taraji p henson did an outstanding job with the bet awards i thought she did a, a great job hosting for the second year in a row um i love some of this i love jack harlow coming out with brandy that was dope that was dope. Coming out with Brandy, because you know that we thought it was some yep. type of a little bit of friction there yeah. for a second when she came out with the remix. And she spit, dude, she spit on that on that track. Yeah, yeah she had, I didn't think Brandy had it in her. She had I won't lie. I didn't think Brandy had it in her, and she spit on that track, and she did a fantastic job. It was great to see Jack Harlow and uh uh Brandy do their thing along with Jack Harlow and Lil Wayne. So <laughs> congratulations to everybody, all the winners of the BET Awards. Uh like I know we got that was my week. I know we got a break soon, man. I know, I know we're, all, we're we're up against it. But here's the thing: Did anyone have a worse week than Ray J? Oh, with the cup of noodles. That that's just one thing. And then at the verses where he couldn't hit his high notes, and, 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 man, he took a lot of L's this week. Let's let's talk about that on the other yes, side of the please, break. You're checking out please. TMA with Nick Hamilton here <laughs> on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then oh, you give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. 
See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2249, iHeart Latino. Welcome back to CMA with Nick Hamilton here on Series XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. And also make sure you follow us at nightcastmedia.com, your gateway to sports, pop culture, entertainment, community tech, all rolled into one. That's nightcastmedia.com. All right, y'all. So I'm back with my cheap producer, <laughs> better known as Jake Warner. This guy. And before the break, we were talking about part of the BET Awards. And there were a lot of things that were going on with the BET Awards. Obviously, Mary J. Blige, you saw Jodeci. Um, we saw Kurt Franklin and Lil Baby perform their record. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of great, interesting things about the BET Awards. It was nice and air-conditioned, I can say that. However, <laughs> there was one moment that stood out uh. outside of Puffy and his and his being honored for the Lifetime Achievement Award. My man Ray J was like, look, I'm hungry. I've been out in the sun on the red carpet. I haven't eaten. How the I just want to know how the hell did he sneak in some cup of noodles and how did he get the hot water in the cup of noodles <laughs> to be able to eat it? That that to me was phenomenal in itself. My man Ray J, shout out to Ray J, man, because he made it happen. He made it work. I, you know, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I, good for him, but he that, that was bad, bro. Like that's bad. That's bad. Like it's already enough BET, the BET Awards catches a bad rep, and we know why, okay? Why are you going to sneak noodles in? That man has had a bad week. That man has had a bad week. He's taking oh, L's. All right, well, first of all, I, like, I'm not a big fan of the verses anymore. It's, it's already it's had its time in the sun. It's kind of played out now. But well, he got bodied by Sammy and, and Omarion uh, at, at, at the verses. They outsung him on his own time. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let the cheap man speak, all right? So, all right. <laughs> there's a so cheap man, man talking. So, <laughs> so, he couldn't hit his notes on his own song and got, like, embarrassed, okay? And then social media drug him out, okay? So, then there's that part. Then, you know, and he's doing all these weird dances looking like Fred Sanford on stage. It's just embarrassing for him. Now, now, mind you, the man is a. I, I love his music. I ain't gonna lie. You know, um, I'm probably one of the only ones that like his music, but I like his music, and, and, and he's an entrepreneur, so I'm not gonna knock him for that. He's a good brother, you know. 
made some bad decisions. But then the cup of noodle. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Bro, that bro. was hilarious. And I'm not going to say he got bodied because let me tell you something. Everybody not named Mario got bodied because Mario clown and destroyed everybody on that versus. But how do you out. get bodied on your own song and can't hit your notes? How? Nobody can hit their notes. Uh, on song. Wish. Like, dude, Mario, Mario was the only one that could hit the octaves and could hit his own song. And that's why he bodied every single R&B person that was there from Bobby V to Sammy to Omarion with the with the with the Sambo like watermelon eating yeah, contest was, that he put was up there. That was such that was such that was that was a bunch of Sambo shit if I've ever seen it in my life. I have never that is the now you talk about embarrassing. <laughs> that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing to the culture because we know the stereotypic nature of what that represents. And you take your crazy self out there and do it in public on stage. <laughs> like you don't know what that represents or what that well, from an Oculus standpoint, that what was that looks bad. like. That was now, so I, I don't bad. even I don't even now Ray J dancing, that was funny. That was, that was cool. funny, yeah. That's that's nothing comparison to what Amarion put out there. That that now, was now you talk about embarrassing. Ooh, yeah. That was embarrassing. Mm. But like I said, the coolest part. I just want to know how my man got the hot water in there and then snuck the cup in. Because uh, you can't, you know, you got to have that real hot water to get those yeah, noodles right. Because those things are, right? like, you can break And if you spill them. any of that hot water on yourself, <laughs> you're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. And apparently, either somebody brought it to him, somebody in his entourage may have held it for him. I don't know. But it was the gangstest thing all week. Because I've never seen you, anybody eat a cup of noodles in the Microsoft Theater. You you say gangster, I care. say ghetto, but you know, whatever, man. <laughs> and didn't care. But you know, and I get it. That it's it, it could be considered all oh, man, you know, he's keeping it real. All right. We all know Ray J didn't grow up in the hood. Let's stop it. You know, but I uh, I, wait, wait, I know wait, his wait. affiliations and I know his wait, ties. Wait, I know all that. I know oh, I'm not, and I can't let you. I can't let you go because oh, the man grew go. up in Carson, and the man grew up in a neighborhood where it was still it was it, it was it was popping. So I'm not gonna I'm I not gonna it. say that I'm not gonna say that Ray J didn't grow up in the hood because he did. Okay, but even it was it was okay, Carson. Okay, he grew up in the hood, but Carson. he ain't he ain't hood. Let's let's just be honest about it. I mean that's a different story for a different day. Right. But I'm saying like you can't say that I, I won't, like the man grew I, up in the valley. I won't. He did. He grew I up won't, in Carson, California, right off of Avalon. I won't discredit him for that. Okay. However, why are we setting people back? Why are we doing things that are so stereotypical of of, of making us look foolish? No, that's not. It's not. It's not. It's not that big of a deal, bro. I don't it's know. I I took you, it home. I people took like it. yourself are making it more. Like they're making it larger than what it is. Okay. Now the the, the, the issue that, that needs attention. to be raised, he did that for attention. Let's be honest, and, and he and mission accomplished. Yes, I know. But the bigger issue that needs to needs to have attention on, and continues to should have attention on, is Brittany Griner, because yes. recently, I believe it was on Monday or Sunday, maybe Russian time, I'm not sure. She was seen going into court uh, to answer about the charges that they brought her up on, as far as having vaping pens cannabis oil and, and what other, other paraphernalia that they caught her with that was marijuana infused. Um, and so the State Department, the U.S. State Department, finally made it a priority and they officially announced that it's a priority to get Brittany Griner back home. 
The problem is this. I don't know when she's coming back home. I hope she comes back home soon. I think she's learned her lesson Mm -hmm. by doing that. But at the same time, the what I don't hear, I hear everybody talk about Brittany Griner, which they should. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about Brittany Griner mm-hmm. because that's a very, very important topic. But let's take a couple layers off of this topic. Let's look at the league that she plays for in, here in America known as the Women's National Basketball Association or the WNBA. What is the WNBA going to do moving forward now that they know this problem has, it, it has persisted? Because Brittany Grant is not the first person to have to go overseas to make money to support themselves and their families. That is one of the reasons why, and I'm glad Neka Gubake from the L.A. Sparks actually came out and said this about players having to risk their livelihoods to play a sport that they love so much, that they've loved from the time they were able to walk to where they are right now. And they have to risk and sacrifice their livelihoods in countries like Russia or Turkey or any other foreign country for that matter that has very, very strict laws and strict rules when it comes to you entering their borders. And to me, I have not heard one iota from Kathy Engelberg or the WNBA saying, how do we correct this problem so we don't have another Brittany Grinder situation on our hands moving forward? I have not heard one iota talk about that. And I hope to God I get a chance to talk to Kathy Engelbert during the WNBA All-Star Game because that is one of the many questions that I will ask her when it comes to this. Because there's gotta, you, got, you got $75 million from Nike. You got other money from American Express and whoever else. Of these billion dollar company sponsors where's all this money going because these women have to fly commercial still Neka Gubake talked about how they had they got their flight canceled and they had to they were delayed getting to Seattle had to play a full game and then they all had to go back on separate flights because flights got delayed and or canceled as if they're regular traveling passengers on vacation these women are working they are playing a sport. Can you imagine if Steph Curry or LeBron James or who uh, uh, John Morant or, so, or Luka Dantich had to travel commercial to, to play playoff games in the NBA playoffs? You know there will be a national movement to try to get these teams in the league to fly these, these, these players privately and, and charter. Why can't this league, who's gotten enormous amounts of money, get things together to to be able to allow these young ladies to fly in the comfort of a private charter or a private jet to get them safely to their destination so they could perform at the very highest level. You know as well as I do, Jake, there's no way, ladies and gentlemen, those of you listening on air, you know when you're fatigued, when you're tired of any sort, you don't really want to do what you came to do, whether that's for work, whether that's for pleasure, Mm -hmm. whether it's for anything. You all you want to do is go to sleep and make up for the lost amount of time that you didn't have because you had to travel through enormous circumstances that were beyond your control. Absolutely. And that's all I'm saying with yeah. the WNBA. It is high time the WNBA start recognizing you can't talk about diversity and equality and you don't show it 100% through. And what I mean by that is you see the NBA players and their teams charter flights. Now, I understand the NBA makes an enormous amounts of money into the billions because we know that that's the world that we live in. But there's no excuse. You mean to tell me you, these girls play 36 games a season. 
Okay, 18 at home, mm -hmm. 18 on the road. You mean to tell me with all the new money that you just got, especially the television money that you're getting from ESPN and CBS Sports Network and all this other and all these other entities from, from Amazon Prime? Because I know it's TV, it's television revenue of some sort. You mean to tell me that you can't at least allow these these ladies to travel with a chartered flight to and from mm -hmm. their road destinations? That is absurd to me. There is no excuse for it. There's no reason why. And again, on top of that, what are you going to do moving forward when it comes to dealing with the nature of what Brittany Griner had to go through? And the only reason why she went to Russia, as her wife said in a previous interview, was because she had to make money. Mm -hmm. Because the WNBA only pays so much. And I get that. I get they only pay so much because they only accumulate for so much. But there has to be something that can be done in addition to where they don't have to go to these foreign countries and subject themselves to laws where here in America we have a lot more freedoms than we do in other countries because our laws aren't as strict on certain things like marijuana usage and things of that nature. That's why I'm saying the WNBA needs to step in and figure out some sort of plan. It's not going to happen overnight. I get that. And I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. But it needs to surface itself relatively quickly and relatively sooner than later. Absolutely. And if it doesn't, you're going to have many more Britney Griner type incidents. And let's say somebody may not be as popular as Britney Griner. How much hope will they have to be freed on bogus charges or charges that shouldn't be penalized because of the freedoms that we experience here in the States. Absolutely. I that couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. There's no reason for a league of that caliber uh, to, to have their players, uh, you know, going through regular travel. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Hell, college kids, college, college athletes get to have chartered flights and stuff like that. So it, it, it should not be to where amateurs, quote unquote, not so much anymore, Get to travel better than professional ball players, and I couldn't agree more. There's no reason if you're great at what you do in basketball, and, and the league is getting all this money, those amazing players, top top of the league players and all stars, should not have to supplement their income by going overseas at all. Period. You mean to tell me that these ladies can't make at least five hundred thousand dollars right? Season? Right. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm no accountant. I'm no accountant. Right, right. Even though I've taken, I've taken a lot of econ courses. But you mean to tell me these ladies can't make, the, I'm talking about the veterans and things like that, can't make a maximum of $500,000 per season? They should be. Just a thought. Just a thought. Coming up on the other side of the break, the Angels in the infield finally get relevant <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. And we'll get into the moment's breath as well. You're checking this out CNA is with Series the Hamilton Exam 145. Keep it locked. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, 
Stay in touch with your community and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see what's a bad idea to do that? I didn't bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometime. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. I don't explain much, I just keep a chain tuck and keep a thing tuck. Started on that school bus, now I'm in a big truck. And us, we trust and picks hold my piece up. Never smoke angel dust. Watching Friday in our old school, making bucks. If you have a final segment of the show, welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton, Series XM, Slam Radio 145. Go ahead and hit me up. On Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213 and Jake Warner at Big Brother Jake on all social media platforms. Now, I gotta talk about real quick before I forget, because we got a chance, I got a chance to highlight Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving was on the red carpet on Sunday at the BET Awards. And he made an interesting comment about uh the recent issue of Roe v. Wade that was overturned, the law that was overturned by the Supreme Court. 
And a lot of people wanted to ask him about, did he want to be a Brooklyn Net? I know Complex Sports asked him about being a Brooklyn Net. He passed the question along to somebody else. People kept yelling out, are you going to be a Laker? He just turned around and smirked and kind of kept walking. (laughs) And the thing with Kyrie Irving is, I don't know if he's going to be a Laker because that's $30 million that you're going to lose. Now, I'm not saying Kyrie is money hungry. Kyrie's not a spendthrift. So I think he, he manages his money pretty well from my perspective. Now, again, I could be wrong because I'm not in this camp. But to lose $30 million in a, in a state that already taxes you up the wazoo when it comes to ta- you know, when it comes to money, I don't think he's going to play for $6.5 million and then get taxed and lose half of that to taxes just to play you know, however many games he plays in an 82-game season. I just don't see it happening. I don't think the Clippers are going to gut their roster to get a Kyrie Irving who who's not going to play a full schedule. I mean, I know they've dealt with that enough with 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 Kawhi Leonard and him not playing an entire season due to injury. But they why would they want to subject themselves to that again to a guy that's only going to possibly be a part-time player um, and gut your roster for that and give the the Brooklyn Nets a sizable advantage. Um, I wouldn't do it. I think it's a bad move. I think I think Kyrie is pretty much stuck unless he just decides to go to the New York Knicks or maybe go to a team like the Indiana Pacers or the Cleveland back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think he's pretty much stuck. I think Kevin Durant has more value and more opportunity to be out there because you know what you're going to get out of Kevin Durant. You know if he remains healthy, that guy's going to play a full game season because he's an absolute gym rat. This dude loves the game of basketball. He eats, drinks, and sleeps basketball. The man is a brilliant business person when it comes to technology and involving himself in the world of technology. So you're going to get a guy that doesn't create a whole lot of controversy. Yeah, he does some stuff on Twitter, and he has all these burner accounts, and he talks crap to people. And that's all fine and good. Like, that's minute in comparison to a guy that does not show up for work every single time. It's time to show up to put in that work. But you know Kevin Durant's going to put in that work. So if Kyrie is fortunate enough to move and to leave the Brooklyn Nets, two places I think Kevin Durant's going to go, it's either going to be, I think, it's either going to be the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns. Those are the two destinations I think he's going to go. I think the, the, the door has closed with him and the Golden State Warriors. I know there's some people out there that think he may go back to the Golden State Warriors. I don't think the Warriors are going to gut that roster just to get Kevin Durant back. I, that that would not be a, that would be hustling backwards to the tenth degree. Um, I think the Warriors have a nice nucleus of veterans and young players that are still developing. Um, I think they're going to keep that attack. Maybe add a couple pieces here and there to kind of keep that that anchor tight um, and keep that ship tight. Um, but I, those are only two places I can see Kevin Durant going that's going to bring value to those teams. And that's like I said, Phoenix and Miami. I could be wrong, but that's just what I see. Um, and speaking of what I see, did you see, Jake? Did you see the Angels in the infield <laughs> as they want to go full WWE Monday Night Raw Battle Royale <laughs> when it came to them and the, and the Seattle Mariners on Sunday afternoon? I was at the top of the second inning. Mm-hmm. And let's, ta- let's take a listen to what went down for those of you that may not be familiar with the battle in Anaheim. And he just hit Winker. Erica with the first pitch. Scott Service is calling for him to be thrown out of the game. And Winker, Winker's trying to get towards Phil Nevin. And the Angels 
And the benches have cleared. And Justin Upton comes in. And we have chaos. Can't remember the last time we have seen one of these with the Angels and an opposing team, and it's not done. It is not done. <laughs> Wait. Now I interviewed. I interviewed. I interviewed JP on Saturday from the Seattle Mariners. Great guy, Long Beach kid. Great guy. Recently got married. Bought some real estate in Seattle. He did a great interview for me on MLBBro.com that's coming soon. But let me tell you, you see the haymaker he threw on the side? <laughs> yes. I said that Long Beach came that Long Beach came yes. out of JP real yes. quick. Real quick. And let me tell you something. Hey, it was the ass kicking in Anaheim. Because <laughs> there's that was the best brawl because they tried to stop it and then it ensued again. And they got out of here again. When they cleared the when they cleared the benches, I said, "Oh yeah, it's on and popping now." Yep. And that to me was the best part of the entire game. Absolutely, it was the best part of the entire game. That put the Angels on the map for at least the next two days. I, because of what happened, you know, they they needed to make the news for something, but that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I'm sorry. And I they get beat on the field. Whether it's in between the the foul lines or or fisticuffs, man, they they they're trying to be the L.A. that you know the Dodgers are, and they, they no stay in Orange Dude, County. Sure, take them, got take his them ass Because I think the the the, the batter that was in the in, on at the plate, he was talking crap to Phil Nevin, right? And Phil Nevin was trying to be all reasonable and be. Oh yes, I hear you. And yes, that's I, not the Phil Nevin like, I grew up watching. He's like, dude, I'll hear, I'll whoop your ass. I, I can read lips. <laughs> Okay. I'll beat your head, yeah, boy. <laughs> right. I'll whip your head, boy. <laughs> Phil Nevin was about to get his ass whooped. That's what made it funny. Phil Nevin got and soft, that, man. Dude, you soft as, as baby poop. <laughs> and let me tell you, this dude here, that was the the angels finally got talked about outside of baseball. Finally, that was the amazing part about all of this. Finally, finally, uh, but they were cooking up L's and taking fades. But I got something cooking for us, Nick. It's always something to talk about. Let's check out the moments brunch. What's cooking this week, guys? All right. <laughs> That was smooth as asphalt. All right. After the Warriors won the NBA championship, Draymond Green, which I like the guy more and more every day, voiced his thoughts on ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins about standing on his predictions and called him a, quote, coon. On Monday morning, Perkins fired back saying what Draymond wasn't going to do is call him a coon and went to say Draymond is all bark and no bite. Who's wrong? Who's right? And could this get out of hand? It could definitely get out of hand. Here's the thing, man. I mean, okay, everybody said their piece. Draymond said his piece. Draymond even went on to explain what he meant by calling Kendrick uh, Kendrick Perkins a quote coon. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Perkins fired back because he was upset. Um, He fired back emotionally, which I kind of I understand. And he said, you're not going to do nothing. You're not going to bust a grape in a fruit fight. In other words, you're not going to approach Kendrick Perkins to his face and call him that without any kind of repercussions any kind of repercussions happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My thing is this. 
both of these dudes need to go behind closed doors, sit down, talk it out, or squab it out, iron it out, and move on. We do not need two brothers who are on these various networks. I know Draymond is on the Volume Sports Network, which mm-hmm. is Colin Cowher's network. Mm-hmm. You know uh, Kendrick Perkins is on ESPN. And a lot of a lot of stuff Kendrick Perkins says, I don't agree with. I think he lathers up and ball washes LeBron too much. All the time. But but I'm not going to take anything away from him because he got that position the way he got it. And I understand both sides. I understand Kendrick Perkins' side. I understand Draymond's side. Mm-hmm. But the way, for, but just for our culture, these two brothers need to stop that, man, and just iron it out and move on. You don't have to be the best of friends. You don't have to be friends, period. But just move on and squash it because this is stupid. And it, it makes us look bad as men and makes us look bad as black men. You know, I, it's, time, it's high time. For the foolishness, yeah, okay, it was cool while it lasted, mm-hmm. but now it's just it's getting played out, man. I couldn't agree more. And, and here's the thing: I, my two cents on that, you know, when two white, you know, white journalists or two white ex-athletes disagree with one another, uh, racism brought into it. Okay, so why can't we do that as black folks? Why why do we have to make it, you know, about that? If someone disagrees or whatever, just keep it at that and keep it moving. It's just it's foolish to me and sets us back. So I'm with you on that. On a more serious note here, um, with the recent overturning of Roe versus Wade by the Supreme Court, what are your thoughts on this? And uh, what else do you think the Supreme Court will try to overturn? Oh, I got something to say about this, too. Well, first and foremost, man, I'm appalled. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. because of those who are, who currently sit on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But I know Thurgood Marshall's turning over in his grave right now. Um, Without question. And and first of all, they've got it wrong. They all are wrong. Yep. No person should tell a woman what they sh- a woman rather excuse me what they should do with their bodies. Absolutely, that should be their choice and their choice only. And let me take it a step further. Everybody's trying to make it, a man can't tell a woman what to do. It's not about men telling what women what to do. Yes, it is gender specific because we are dealing with women who are a gender. No question. I'm not escaping that fact. What I'm saying is there were four men and one woman who also has a uterus, who also has a vagina who said that women should not have the right to choose over their own bodies. Mm -hmm. So this is not just about men telling women what to do. This is about power and control and the power to control women and their rights and what they can and can't do according to what these people feel they should be able to do and not do is absolutely appalling and ridiculous. And so that's why I'm saying I'm looking past the whole men can't tell women what to do. I'm looking deeper than that because I'm seeing what the powers that be have to offer. And these people that are on the Supreme Court have power and they've exercised their power to tell these women what they can and cannot do, which is still appalling and wrong as a four dollar bill. And the next thing I think they're going to try to tackle. Did you see what President Obama tweeted out Mm -hmm. and this senator quote tweeted and said, we were going to work on trying to overturn Brown versus the Board of Education. Oh, yeah. That's what I think is coming next. After they try to le- regulate contraceptives, after they try to regulate some other things, 
I think it's going to be Brown versus the Board of Education. And I think also immigration rights are going to be threatened as well. I think that's those are two things that I believe are coming next. And we've got to stand up as a country. We got to stand up as citizens. We got to stand up as voters and try and make sure that we right the wrongs that have been committed by these people who are in positions of power. Uh, we we set ourselves back fifty years with, with this this ruling, and you know what? It's going to be some more stuff that's going to fall down the pipeline. Definitely, you know, same sex marriage is going to go away. Segregation is going to come back. Like it's all going to happen. Unless we have use our power to vote, that's my two cents, and that is the moment's brunch. Well, I'll say this much, man: we have a long way to go as a country, and I, as I expressed earlier, we do have some freedoms that we that other countries don't have, where their citizens don't have. But at the same time, we have a lot of things to atone for. We got a lot of things to to, to get right, and this is not a step in the right direction at all. Um, I've seen so many different things happen, man, that we're going to continue to have to fight. I mentioned about, you know, just media of color and what we have to fight through. There's no reason why we should have to fight if we're all quote unquote equal and you're truly about diversity. We shouldn't have to be fighting like this kind of stuff. We should all be able to get what is needed and just. And the same thing with women. You can't tell a woman what she should do with her body. That's her choice. That's absurd. It's like caveman. What are we back in the in the, in the ancient years? We're coming out of caves with fire and crap. I mean, come on, man. Like, get it together. Um, I'm just I'm just really appalled by what I've seen. I mean, from the January 6th storming of the Capitol with a bunch of white supremacists to, you know. The, the, the violence that goes on and continues to go on in our various communities, you know, and just so many countless other things that go on, man. It's like, when is it going, when is it going to stop? And when are we going to be able to unify together and be able to exercise our power as citizens to be able to say, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to vote. We're going to, you know, move you know, whether it's economically to move on past, trying to get legislation passed to be able to make certain things happen um, where, where the laws are concerned. Like, we got to start using economics. You got to realize, I think Dr. Claude Anderson made a great point. You have to start utilizing economics and finances to get things done and get, get points across the way they need to be put across. Whether it's lawmakers, lobbyists, you know, pack group, forming pack groups, whatever it is, to get the message out that these things will not be tolerated. <clears throat> Until then, it's going to continue to happen. It's going to get progressively worse. All right, y'all, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you missed any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download, subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Google Play, for all free 99 I'd like to thank my producer extraordinaire, engineer to the stars, Jake Warner, a.k.a. Big Brother Jake, as well as all of you and everybody at SiriusXM, Slam Radio, Nightcast Media. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care, stay sharp. We in a win like paper planes. The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.